Okay, Bokar Tov, everybody. We're continuing with Parak Chaf Gimel, the 23rd chapter of Mesilat Yisharim. And we're discussing the ways of Kiniyat Anava, ways a person acquires this character trait, this, character trait, this Midah of Anava. Yesterday we spoke about two basic ideas. The one is Rigilut, habituating oneself to acting in a way of Anava with the ultimate intention of acquiring this Midah, becoming an Anav. And number two is Hitzbonen. Thinking, reflecting, being introspective, thinking about things, co- contemplating ideas, and through that coming to this level of anava. So, Ramchal continues, but hitzbonis. Now we're going to talk about part two. We spoke about uh, habituating oneself. Now we're going to speak about hitzbonut, thinking about things, contemplating things. So, there are a few different things a person needs to think about in order to acquire this midah of anava. Ha'echad. The very famous Mishnah Perkei Avot, Perkei Mishnah Aleph, quoting a Chacham by the name of Akavia ben Mahalalel. So what does Akavia ben Mahalalel say? Da, you should know. Me'ayin bata, where did you come from? Mitipa srucha. From a little seed, a little drop, a little referring to the seed, which is rotting, a little drop that's rotting. Ula'ana taholech, where are you going? You're going to a place of dust, of dirt, of worms. That's where the body's, that's where the person's going to at the end of 120 years. And in front of whom are you going to have to now give a judgment after 120 years? In front of the king of all kings, HaKadosh Baruch So Ramchal says, if we think about each of these three things, a person leads to anava. Leads to anava. It can bring a person to humility. Now, Ramchal is going to explain each one. All these three things they are against arrogance. They go against arrogance, and they help with humility. So number one, he looks at the lowliness of the material nature of the human being, and. His beginning, how lowly his beginning, his creation was. He thinks about where he came from, nothingness. So there's no reason for him to feel arrogant and feel above everything else. He should be embarrassed. What is this similar to? Imagine a pig farmer, a pig shepherd. Who now becomes? I can't really have sheep for for pigs, but idea somebody who's who takes out takes care of pigs. and now he becomes a king. If he goes back and thinks about what he used to be, he can't become arrogant. He can't become overly pride this position of king. Because he knows where he came from. He, he, he knows that this is not where he was born into. This is not, he, know, he knows his background. He knows what he's been through. He knows what he's experienced. Same thing with the person. He comes from a tipas rucha, from a, a little drop that it's, uh, decomposes. No importance. It, can't, it helps the person, saves the person from gava. Okay? Now, furthermore, If he thinks about it, after 120 years, he can go back to the dirt. It's going to become the food of the worms. Certainly his feelings of greatness and arrogance certainly will become humble. 
Sha'on Gavatzo, he forgets his what how the pride he took in himself and how great he thought he was. Ah, so what what's so great about this person? If at the end of the day he's gonna end up going back to embarrassment, to nothingness, uh, to the dust, to the worms. So what's he gonna take pride? What's he gonna feel arrogant about in this world? And number three, Ooh, very scary thought. He imagines the moment, he imagines in his heart the moment where he's going to come in front of the Beitin HaGadol. The great Beitin of the Tzvash HaMala, of the hosts of above. He sees himself in front of the King of all Kings, HaKadosh Baruch with holy and pure to the greatest degree of holiness and purity. And around him there are the angels who are in the service of of above. Of great of great strength. These are very powerful, uh, very Loyal to Hashem, they do whatever Hashem says without veering one iota in any direction. They have no blemish. And he's standing in front of them. Just from his very existence, he is he's lowly and and uh, something that's that's you know distasteful. He's impure and he is disgusting from his actions. Ramchal is very strong language here, but again, it's necessary to go through to think about this very strong language to help a person reach this level of anava. So he he's he, now he's in front of this the, the great Beitin of Hakadosh Baruch Hu with the angels around and the Beitin Shamala and all these things. Hayarim Rosh, would he be able to raise up his head? Hayelo Pitchon he can even open his mouth. Shalu Picha, they'll say, oh, sir, is there a reason why you're not talking? Where is that feeling of greatness that you had and of honor that you held so highly of yourself when you were in this world? Where did it go? Why aren't you saying anything? So what are we going to answer? What's that person going to respond? On this rebuke that he receives. Certainly. If for a moment he were to imagine this in his mind, he were to formulate this in his mind in a, in a clear, clear, strong way, imagine, illustrate in one's mind, if one illustrates and one imagines in one's mind, the image creates the image in one's mind of what it means to be standing in front of the court of Kadosh Baruch Hu and all the angels and now he has to answer. He has to speak. <laughs> He's a slowly material being with all the tumah of his sins and all the disgusting things that come from the, the, the missteps that a person has made over the course of his life. Would he be able to stand? Of course not. So we think about this in our lives. It can help us with this midav anava and avoiding the midav gava. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kotov.